Welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast. Today we are going to be talking about soul families, soul uh, mates, and twin flames. Um, So it's going to be a good episode. Um, But before we get into that, we actually are bringing back H and Cody and pulling cards for them. Um, They obviously were like, you know, feeling a little left out. So <laughs> we don't talk about them. We don't enough. talk about them. Um, <laughs> and so we pulled some cards. Um, the card that I pulled, which, you know, I just have to say is like, I love it when you pull a card. <laughs> I think he just get, likes the reaction that I get. Maybe. Because I'm always like, what? It's uh, so I got soul family. So that's exactly the card <laughs> that it's called. It's called soul family. Uh, call in your tribe. You don't have to do it alone. Um, so definitely the message obviously is um, that to call in like-minded, um, same vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of views that during this like spiritual awakening, it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And this is the time that you don't have to do it alone. And you can call in a community and people that are here then meant to help you through this process. So it's it's telling you to do this and to lean on the people that are in your tribe and that are helping you. Um, so Mandy, what card did you get? Well, we should also share that we pulled from Rebecca's Campbell Work Your Light Oracle cards, the pink yes. deck. Um, and Cody's card was Align Your Life. So his message for you today is um, to have your, you ask yourself, what is no longer aligning in your life? So as you ascend and evolve and change and you vibrate higher, there's things that are no longer going to align for you. That could be friendships, that could be employers, that could be, you know, where you're living or um, just things that are just no longer aligning with you. So it is just a reminder to take a look at that and to carry on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So before we get into our episode, we do feel very called to share with you that you can work with Allison and myself. We are at soulstarenergycollective.com and we're both doing readings. We both actively do distance healings, but you can also work with us through um, our Intuition 101 workshop. So if you're new to this um, spiritual stuff, this is the perfect workshop to really learn all the foundations, all the things that we kind of talk about in our podcast, kind of all combined into an eight-week course that we are currently doing live, but we'll be looking at moving on demand at some point. So if you really want to work with us, that is a really good spot to do it. We also have um, more courses coming up. And so if you're a little bit past the um, part where this is all very new to you and you're ready to start learning how to read energy, you can look out for our Soul Star Intuitive course where we will teach you how to read energy and we'll have practice circles and we are alive in all those classes as well. And then um, we're also just starting monthly moon circles and that is just a group healing session on the full moon each month. So if you've always wanted to try a distance healing, um, the moon circles are really a great opportunity to give that a go because the cost is really inexpensive and we're both doing the healing and we've um, really experienced very powerful healings when we work together. So that's really exciting. So just a little plug on our business. We hope you don't mind. <laughs> but what kind of business um, entrepreneurs would we be if we didn't do that? I know. It's so true. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into the good stuff. So let's let's start with soul groups because that kind of is the, I would say like the broader yeah um definition or 
perspective that we can start and we can kind of get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Okay. Kind of break it down. Yeah. So explain what a soul group is. It's a group of souls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're done. And bye. Um, <laughs> that's all you need to know. See you later. That's all you need to know. Done. Um, so uh, soul groups. So basically, like we've kind of said, you know, in the spirit world, on the other side, it's kind of like school as well. Um, but we are with like a pod, like we have a group of souls that we kind of, um, we, we, we work with, we evolve together, we go to go into lives, incarnations together and support each other and play different roles. Um, I definitely, I feel like soul group and soul family are very interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I, I have heard both terms and, I, I feel like the, the two of them are kind of like very interchangeable because I feel like in a soul group and a soul family, um, it's basically like one big group mm-hmm. of souls on the other side that are like, okay, gang, we're heading into life. <laughs> Who wants to play what role? Yeah. Right. And like, we've done this before. So it's like Mandy and I in this life. And I know we've said this in the past where I was like lovers, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, but, but in the sense, like, it's like all of a sudden we're just like, okay, so we totally did like the sisters thing or the brothers thing last time. Yeah. Let's totally do friends. And we have to find each other again in this life. And Challenge. Like, yes. Accepted. <laughs> Accepted. <laughs> yeah. So what do you kind of like take on soul groups i the same as you it's just i see it as a bunch of souls um and i always envision it as like beings of light like not i don't see physical forms just like blobs of light yeah um and maybe we should also say like on the other side you recognize each other by your light and by your vibration and by your essence we don't have physical form over there yeah um but we can take any physical form we want which is so cool who doesn't want to morph Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. All of a sudden, I'm just like, oh my God, you could just change it up. What would you all be? The time. Oh, I don't even. A dolphin. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. I think I tried all. Oh, me too. Yeah. And you know, and could you imagine like having your soul mate, let's just say, on the <laughs> other side and you're like, hey, honey. <laughs> what well, do we want to be? That's like a I'm whole a new level to role play. <laughs> yeah. Role playing, I right. love it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, okay, we I went on a tangent. Yeah, I went off track. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, okay, so, recognizing each other as essence, vibration, light. Yeah. So the soul group is yeah, same as you. Group of souls that come together and we play, help each other out, so that we can. The goal is to help each other learn the lessons um, and achieve the goals that you've set out for yourself in the lifetime that you're going to go into. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To help support. So, you know, it's very much like what supporting role are the people going to play in your life? Yeah. So you you can think about the people that are in your life and be like, oh, well, obviously you're playing my husband, you're playing my mom, you're playing my sister, you're playing my brother, you're playing the villain, you're playing the hero, you're playing, you know, the villain, you know what I mean? Yeah. So So many villains. So many villains. Um, And so, like, you know, Mandy and I have realized that we are soul family, soul group. So, yes, we are not blood related in this incarnation, but we know that we are part of a soul family, soul group on the other side. And we can feel that connection, too, like heart to heart. Mm -hmm. There's just a certain vibration that we connect. I love you, Mandy. Oh, I love you, too, Allison. (laughs) Love it. 
got no emotional. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But but that's true though. Like I do feel connected to you. Yeah, you know differently than I do. Well, obviously, well even some other people that are close to me in my life. Like there's just mm -hmm. a different connection. It's a different vibration. Well, and we both have just noticed how, you know, I, you know, we talked about when we first met and I called you a, a dog. Um, <laughs> Come on. A golden a retriever. Golden retriever. <laughs> but I was, wait, I wish I had a story about what I thought you were. Thanks a lot. Was I not memorable? God. You were loud. I am loud. I am very loud. <laughs> Any branch that I've worked at knows how loud I am. <laughs> but it's loud of laughter. It is laughter. Yes, I do love to laugh. Um, I am very loud. That's the singer in me. I, I seem to like not understand my voice. <laughs> I don't know how many times in my life I've been told, I'm right here, Allison. You don't need to yell. <laughs> so many times. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, but I remember like that being like, there was this instant connection that all of a sudden I was just like, I remember like, I remember Mandy not knowing you and I heard your name and, and I remember being like, cause you were taking my best friend at the time, um, away from a job that we were in together. <laughs> I and wasn't I was, taking her. Yeah, anywhere. she was. Um, and, and I remember being like, who's this Mandy girl? <laughs> and so I was so annoyed cause I was like, stop talking to her. <laughs> and then we met and it was like, yeah, this like instant, like, obviously I was just like, I connected you to a golden retriever who I just think instantly as kind and. And it was just weird because usually when I meet somebody, I don't, I'm not associating them with anything. <laughs> um, and so to me, it was like, I recognize that instant, like I can even remember it. Mm -hmm. So to me that stood out. And, um, you know, the fact that we've met and we've kind of like got together, sounds like we're like lovers in this thing, <laughs> uh, got apart, <laughs> then we're like, but we're like drawn back together again and it's just I'm noticed in like right now like with this time mm -hmm. our friendship has I don't know like it's it was like on fast track yeah and it was went from being like acquaintances yeah to being like we have known each other for years 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 and years and, years. and we can be truly each other with, with with each other like you you are not holding back I'm not holding back no. we tell each other exactly how we're feeling mm -hmm. and we'll cry in front of each other yeah. we're very vulnerable in front of each other and it's I weird yeah it is weird so freaking stop weird. it Allie. I know I'm like I've I've always been one that I have a very hard time like getting mad or not yeah I'm mad but like even speaking like say something like say somebody's done something I'm not like even my best friend if all of a sudden they did something I wasn't too happy about I I'm the type that will stuff it down because I don't like conflict yeah um Me too. and that was something I noticed with you and I we came across a situation and I was kind of like oh and I wasn't really I was I was trying to digest it and I all of a sudden just said it and yeah. I was like what the hell <laughs> I don't typically just say and not yeah. and it wasn't like I was angry. No. I was just like expressing. How I was you just felt. I was just saying it. Yeah. What was on my mind? And I remember being like, "Damn, that's weird." I'm like, usually <laughs> I don't say those things. I'm like, usually I don't. Um, again, it sounds like I was like telling you off. No, usually I don't speak my mind. If something's bothering me, I'll just pretend everything is okay yeah. and I'll kind of stuff it down. And so I was like, "Wow." I'm like, that's crazy. But it's almost like you had to because I would have been able to tell that you were holding something back. Yeah. And I would have just been like, just tell me, Allie. Just tell me. <laughs> and you'd be like, no. No. But you did. But yeah. No and problem. I, so, but it was like things like that that mm -hmm. we've recognized that mm -hmm. it feels like we've been best friends for 
years since childhood. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we've gotten very close um, running this business together and doing this podcast together. And we spend a lot of time and we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many times a day do we Zoom. Uh, I know, we Zoom all the time. So, but it was just like, yeah, there's like, both of us just have this inner knowing. We're like, no, this is crazy. Yeah. We're like, there's this deeper connection. Yeah. Um, and that is... That's when you recognize it's somebody in your soul group or your soul fam. Like, yeah. what uh, again, those are interchangeable. Um, that, you know, we've obviously done many lives together yeah. and we are connected on the other side. Yeah. 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 So there'll be people in your soul group <clears throat> that play, that you play different roles in different lifetimes. And some of them will be cameos. Like, we've talked about cameos in the past mm-hmm. where it'll be somebody who just comes in for a quick cameo in your life to teach you a lesson or to get you on track or to push you into onto a different track or or whatever and we've both experienced that in this lifetime I can think of you know a handful of people who have you know taught me a lesson yeah um and again for free will is my choice whether I'm going to learn that lesson or whether I'm not going to learn that lesson or if you're going (laughs) to so so let's just say it's something that was challenging for you is your free will of how long you're going to stay yeah in that situation or how quickly that would be over so how big of a cameo was that person going to play in your life was it going to be you know two-year cameo Mm -hmm. or was it going to be a three-month cameo you know and again that's where free will would have stepped in to decide that yeah and for me it was the I don't remember if we talked about this in the soul contracts episode but for me I was 18 in that relationship with a a guy who was very manipulative and was a narcissist and um I stayed with him far too long but it was only nine months out of all of it but I knew probably after the first month I shouldn't be in that Mm. relationship but it went to a point where I moved away to get away from him and then he followed me and then we ended up moving in together because he kept like manipulating me and saying things like oh like why do you always do what your parents want you to do or why do you why are you telling your parents everything they're just trying to run your life and make a decision for yourself and like you know that sort of stuff so as somebody who's super innocent and naive Mm -hmm. at that age um we ended up living together and I had to create a strategy to escape that relationship. And what I ended up doing, I don't think I've shared this with you is so we lived in Kamloops together Mm -hmm. and my parents were living up North. Like my family was living up North. That's where we moved from. And I was like, Oh yeah, let's move back to your hometown so we can like live with your parents while we go to school um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I had to put everything, I'm like, okay, I'll put, we'll put everything in storage. Cause we're going to come back here to go to school, mm-hmm. but let's go to your, your parents for the summer, save some money, come back here, go to school, like post-secondary. Yep. And so we put everything in storage. I put everything in my name. I knew the combination. I was paying the bills, all that sort of stuff. We went to his hometown and I hadn't been home since I moved away. So yeah. the plan was for me to continue back to my parents' house so that I like, another five hours and to visit and then to come back and he knew something was up though because he's like why are you packing all your stuff in one suitcase and all my stuff in another suitcase because I was doing all the packing (laughs) and I was like I just need to do my laundry (laughs) (laughs) but I was like before all this like his family like he had cousins and stuff in Kamloops and they were telling me like he's cheating on you he's Mm. you need to leave him like you're way too innocent like you're way too good for him like he's he's not he's not nice. Yeah. And I knew that I just didn't know how to get out of it. Cause every time I tried to leave him, yeah. he would, um, he would manipulate me or trick me or, or something. Anyways, I carried on to, to my hometown and where my parents were. 
and um I just had no like I was so I didn't want to like I didn't like conflict right yeah and so I was like he kept asking when are you coming back when are you coming back I'm like soon soon and then one day we were um at like a club yeah. uh, with my friends and I ran into one of his old friends and he comes back he's like hey I have Lola on the phone I'm like <gasps> And my heart just, like, sunk. And then, so he gets on. He's like, what are you doing there? And he's yelling at me. And he's like, when are you coming back? And I'm like, I'm not coming back. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but I know, like, he he was he was the lesson yeah. that I would, after that relationship, because there were so many things, it was so traumatizing. Yeah. I vowed to myself I would never be in a relationship with somebody who treated me like that again. Yeah. Um, and I never was. And now I'm married to one of the most, the sweetest ma- man in the world. But yeah. had I, I could have carried that relationship on for many more months, many years, or I could have allowed myself to be in more relationships like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In a narcissistic relationship. But I got the lesson early. Yeah. And I carried on and pat on the back bandy. Like, but you know, it's so funny because it's part of lessons, right? Like you need to grow from that because it's, you know, when you were saying that, well, first off, how did you get your stuff? I just, in my my head, I was like, what about the stuff? (laughs) So he actually called me, um, a week or so later and he was threatening to go take it all. So my mom and I hopped in her minivan <laughs> and drove the 10 hours oh to where God. it was located in Kamloops and grabbed all my stuff and left his stuff there. Cause wow. the, when I packed it, I knew I'd be packed. Like I packed it strategically. Yeah. So, so that you could go. Yeah. And- so I left all his stuff in there and then took all my stuff and we carried home. It was like a two day, like quick trip. <laughs> like getting everything. It was like rescue mission. Okay. I had to make sure that happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you. and it's so funny because when you're saying that, I was thinking, damn, Probably around the same age, Mm -hmm. I was in a relationship. Mine lasted two years, so obviously I didn't get out of it fast (laughs) enough. (laughs) But it was like one of those same type of things. Like he messed with my mind Mm -hmm. and it was, there was cheating happening. There was all of a sudden it would be lovey-dovey and then all of a sudden it'd be like, you're this and you'd be name calling and and all these things. And it was just, I remember just being like this total yo-yo and it wasn't until I hit a low in my life and I was, I was having anxiety or panic attacks and um, it kind of crushed me where I was having a hard time leaving the house Mm -hmm. and and all that stuff that I've hit my low Mm -hmm. that I was like I can't deal with your shit Mm -hmm. and that was the only time that I could all of a sudden have the strength to be like I'm done I can't do this but it's amazing though because again that also taught me where I'm like oh I'll never go back to that person yeah ever or a person like that that. yeah no but I would never be that person oh yeah to allow that to ever happen again yeah you know so I and so it's amazing though the same age like you need that to be able to move on and so yeah he was two years in my life um so he would definitely I would say a cameo Mm -hmm. um and so that's where it's like the length of the cameo right like it just it kind of depends like it was an impactful part yes of the life it was a big life lesson so definitely part of my soul family soul group as as well as yours right yeah and I have to like also point out for for whatever reason like that was traumatizing for me like for my like very innocent soft soul at that age but um but I knew the whole time, for some reason, I didn't hold har- or harbor any bad feelings. Mm-hmm. I was able to release it really easily and really quickly. And I knew it was a lesson. Yeah. I just knew 
from the very like well I guess I'd say midway through until like after I was like that was like he taught me so much and I would say to people all the time yeah he taught me what I what I wasn't what I won't accept in a relationship Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I and I remember feeling that I didn't see it until after, but it was when I, when I left, I always see it as like when I got out of the cloud, when I was totally, like, cause I feel like I'll, I'll be in a cloud. And once that cloud kind of lifts and all yeah. of a sudden I see it with clear eyes and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and so I remember being like, no, this, I, I needed this because I needed to know I would never accept this again. And mm-hmm. I had to learn it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just like, it's amazing to think like with soul groups and soul families, um, you know, I think I always thought soul family was like my mom and my dad and my sister and yeah. my kids, right? I was like, well, that's my soul family, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the case. No, it can be so big. And I think about my husband and he's got um, the same friend group as he's, so he's 42 yeah. and he's had the same friends since he was five. That's and awesome. It is so cool. And it's very rare. Yeah. But they all, we all live within <laughs> like a two minute drive from each other. And mm. they all like, we all have kids around the same age. And whenever we get to have people over or whenever people are having people over, yeah. it's always that core group of, of guys that my husband grew up with. And so now knowing what I know, I can look at that and be like, they all agreed to come back into this lifetime as best friends. As buddies. Like, how cool is that? That's his soul family. It's his soul family. Yeah. 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 And I, they all have helped each other go through certain difficult parts in their life. Yeah. And I mean, they would have to, like, especially yeah. being that close, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think some people, like, I think some people would be disappointed to think that <laughs> their family wasn't their soul family on the other side. Like, they are... Gen- more generally, I mean? yeah, more generally would be part of their soul group. But there's definitely, um, there's definitely souls that you prefer to incarnate with in more of an intimate level, yes. I would say. Yes. But that's not necessarily going to be like your parents <clears throat> or even your, your children in some cases or, or whatever. So it could mm-hmm. be, it could, they could be playing a different role for you in this lifetime. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's like, you know, I know we've talked about how like you can come back and play different roles and all that stuff. Um, what is one that you've had? Like, I haven't really gone deep diving into, so I'm shocked at, (laughs) and I know you're listening right now going, if I could go and read past lives, I would have figured out everybody that I had. And I'm like, cause that's what I would have said. Um, (laughs) And all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, God, I have not looked at anybody in my family to be like, what if, what past lives have we lived together? I don't know why. I'm like, so at this point, you now it's irrelevant. But um, have you, do you know of any mm-hmm. past lives that you've lived with your family? Yeah, I've looked into past life with me and my sister. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> in this life, I was shown that we were sisters um, and we were healers in a way where we like, so I just saw it as like, we lived in this hut. It felt very like old England or Ireland, very green around like, um, vibrant green kind of damp. <clears throat> and it was like a, uh, I don't know, a stone hut and we made tinctures and soups and teas. And like, we were always in the kitchen, but we were helping others like um we were able to they would come to us i with an ailment and we would be able to help them with a tincture or tea or whatever yeah and then we were just like doing what we did and living our lives we were spinsters (laughs) 
I didn't see any like you guys have a bunch of cats. <laughs> we probably had goats. Oh my god, <laughs> a bunch of goats. <laughs> Maybe some owls. <laughs> owls? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> random. It's random. I'm like, who has a bunch of owls? Maybe keeping you up at night. <laughs> so no owls. I don't know. Owls. But, anyways, my sister was so innocent in this life, and she just was so um, pure and. I don't know. She just like talked about what we did and, you know, was excited about it. And it, then it became the time of like the witch hunt. And my sister was just talking in the village to the village people about things. And then the word got out and she didn't realize that she was telling on us. Do you know what I mean? Because she was she just, was just telling her truth. Genuinely sharing about like coming, you know, yeah. help. Well, help wasn't jaded. Didn't it know was she needed to be. <laughs> yeah. It was from her heart space. Yeah. And so, of course, we were... um you know, hunted down <laughs> and we were burned at the stake together, holding <laughs> together, hands. holding hands. <laughs> no, not together, holding no. hands, but separate, but together. Anyway. Yeah. So that was the past life that I saw with my sister and I, and we just read a past life for you and Tanner. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mandy, we, we just went, she went in cause I was like, you know what? I, cause I haven't done this. How lazy am I? Um, I was like, I need to know. <laughs> a past life so my son tanner um he's my youngest um so mandy went in and so basically what you saw was um you saw an older gentleman you guys were married in this life yes 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 Mm -hmm. so you saw an older gentleman and a female so we were married um i was the man he was my wife wife, yeah right it's always confusing when you start (laughs) switching this around i know um and i guess myself in that life as the man was very childlike or you were you you loved the energy of the children so you guys owned a shop and it was like it feels like a candy shop and a toy store perhaps and children like would just like gravitate to your store or to your shop it was very german or dutch yeah and very like olden days and you just had like a little uh, like an apron on and you just would like kneel down and greet the children and you just laughed with them and there was so much joy and you just like you also you lived from your heart in this life and you just loved bringing joy to the children so you'd give them candy and they would come and shop for toys and you knew them all by name and it was like this beautiful (laughs) santa claus yeah was your wife and he would watch or she would watch from you know I guess like the sidelines but in just she just enjoyed your presence like she loved watching your 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 energy and how genuine and pure and playful and like inner child that like you um were in that life Mm -hmm. and so in this life you guys have switched roles in the sense where your she wants to experience that so Tanner wants to experience that type of energy in his life. Yeah. So he's come into this life and has asked you to make sure or to help him um, nurture that inner child and that innocence and that playfulness so that he can just live this life happy and from his heart and pl- full of fun and jokes and laughter and all that sort of stuff. So he's asked you to to um, nurture that in him and yeah. to help help lead him through life from that space. 
And it's like, and it's so crazy because it's 100% mm. um, how it is with, with Tanner. I know I've, I am a big kid. Um, I, yeah. I am, right? I, I definitely. And <laughs> <Cancel> the laughing. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, I, I think I always will have an inner child in me, right? And so that comes out at home all the time. Yeah. Um, thank goodness my husband is very serious because <laughs> there's many times he's like, Allison, tone it down and I'm like I can't tone it down I can't tone it down um and so I find I watch Tanner Mm because I see his um childlike he's very um gets very excited and like I don't know like he just has this exuberance this joyfulness to him and just like this childlike he's a child but um <laughs> he's but so innocent he and joyful. is he's very innocent and um I love how excited he gets yeah. over things and then all of a sudden I will like I will freaking pump him up because all of a sudden <laughs> he'll be like so excited that he just washed his hair and his hair smells so good and I'll be like oh my god it smells so good and I start <laughs> jumping and squealing and then he starts jumping and squealing and my husband's looking at us like you get the hell out of this room. Um, You're being too loud. Too loud. And then we run up the stairs together and, you know, like, so yeah. we're both children. Um, <laughs> so I totally get where I see, like, that totally makes sense, yeah. right? Like him wanting to, and I'm for sure nurturing yeah. that side of him. I, I freaking love that side yeah. of him. It, and it does spark a remembrance in me. Yeah. When I see him, I'm like, holy crap, we are, it's just very much alike. Yeah. And same with Aubrey. So we, I did that for you and you read for me on mm-hmm. my relationship with Aubrey in a past life. Yeah. So share that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And so basically what I saw was, um, a mom with lots of kids, um, <laughs> churning butter. <laughs> That's a lot of hard work actually. Yes. I've never done it. Physical. But when I was viewing it, it was very physical. (laughs) Uh, And, um, yeah. And so what I saw was a lot of kids and this one little girl came up and was kind of like wanting to know what you were doing and like how you were doing it. And, um, not you, Yeah, but this is where it's so messed up. It's confusing. (laughs) So what role was I in this life? You were the little girl. And Aubrey was the... The mom. Yeah. And so basically, the mom was kind of frazzled and, you know, I could see her looking behind like, I've got this to do. I've got all these kids freaking screaming and doing all these things. And it was like, in her head, she was like, this is the last thing I want right now. Because I wanted to... You wanted to help. help. You wanted to learn. You wanted to help, right? Right. This little girl was like, I want to... What are you doing, mom? Um, (laughs) And I think we all... Any mom can relate to that. Um, But... And so at first I was like, oh, the mom's going to like send her away. And then I was like, no, she didn't. It was like the mom all of a sudden was like, yeah, I've got all these things, but you know what? And she just was like, had this higher perspective that she knew she needed to hold space for this little girl, her girl, and um, invited her in and made sure to do this. And so this was, um, so like the message was like, they're, they flipped roles, mm-hmm. obviously, in this life. Um, so you are Aubrey's mom. And um it's something that you said yeah, that is important to you and you have felt many times. Yeah, it's so funny because every time Aubrey comes to me um, and she's seeking my attention, I automatically have this knowing that I need to stop what I'm doing and not be distracted so I can hold space for her. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I, I do that with Jace, but it's not it's it's a different 
vibration. It's a different knowing with Jace. Like I can be doing things and listen to him. Um, with Aubrey, I have to stop what I'm doing so I can like give her the attention and give her the, the space and time that she needs from me. Yeah. And it's just this weird knowing and that, that I, that's just what I have to do. Cause I'll be like on my phone or I'll be trying to figure something out or watching TV and I'll like actually mute or stop my show so I can hear her talk. Yeah. And with Jace, we would just, I would just like turn it down or we would just talk over it. So it's, it's interesting that you saw that because that's exactly what I do for her in this life because that life, yeah, because that's what she did for me in that life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's like so amazing too with, cause sometimes when you go and you're viewing a past life and stuff, you, it's like you, your perception or what you think is going to happen. Right. So I definitely had the thought in my head. That was my own thought. Like, Oh, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. Um, She's going to, you know, send her away or whatever. And then all of a sudden I was like, Nope, no, she's not. Mm -hmm. No, she's not. (laughs) And that's, what's really cool about it is like when you start to realize like, no, I am actually viewing something versus I'm just making something up because it was like, as much as my head was like, no, she's going to do this. I was like, no, no, she's not. And yeah. I'm like, oh, why is she not doing that? What's happening here? Right. Um, yeah. So it's really, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so moving on to soulmates. Yes. Um, how would you describe what a soulmate is? Is. Someone, so a soulmate is somebody from your soul family, I would say. Somebody that you have had a connection with in a past lifetime. So mm-hmm. a Movies and TV romanticize the idea of a soulmate. Oh my God, there's only one soulmate out there for me. How am I ever going to find them? (laughs) Nope. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So so there's lots of soulmates. I mean, every time you have a connection with somebody and um, they're in your life, like they're they're a soulmate. So you're going to come across multiple soulmates in your lifetime. People that you've lived past life lives with or had a connection with in a past life yeah and probably like close connections with like that's where I would say you know when we would before I even got into all this when I'd be like oh yeah like my soul family yeah I don't know I was never into it and I would assume it'd be my mom and my dad right and so I think um like soulmate is basically like that somebody you've lived many lives in a closer capacity I would say um you know, I also think... Allison, what? we're soulmates. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this so much. We're soulmates. We're soul family. We're soul pods. But we're You're not... my twin flame. <laughs> we're not twin flames. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I told you we were lovers in a past life. I just knew it. <laughs> we should look into our past lives together. We should. Or can you believe we have not looked into our past lives together? We'll like share. all the witchy stuff we've done? Come on. <laughs> Um, but I do, I do think though, um, that you can have a soul on the other side that you have chosen to live incarnation after incarnation as mates. Yes. I do think that there's, you you know, in your group. Yeah. You like to play that role. You like to play that role for each other and you've done it multiple, not that you do it every time, but you've done it more so maybe yes. with one person or one soul than maybe with others. And I've looked into that with Nick and I. Yeah. We have played, um, you know, love lovers or husband, wife or whatever. Yeah. Um, partners in many lifetimes. And mm-hmm. there's one other that um, we have as well. And it just depends on what I need in that lifetime as to who is going to play that role for me. Oh, and yeah. Vice versa. So switching it up between, yeah. between the two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Because, like, it makes you wonder, you know, like, when, like, obviously being married and then maybe having somebody else in your life that you're drawn to. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if that is that other soul that you've yeah. maybe spent lives where you've been mates. Yes. You know? Of course. Yeah. Of course it has. Why am I saying mates? Like, lovers. Yeah. Lovers. <laughs> I'm saying mates like, you know, like I'm Irish or something. Australia, or like, Australia, I Australia. Mates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, lovers. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys probably think we're so crazy. Oh, we are crazy. We are crazy. We are crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So... I'm like, that's kind of like cool too, just to kind of, it's so funny how we can romanticize things, right? Like that, and it is nice to think too, right? It is obviously nice to be like, you're my soulmate or when am I going to find my soulmate? But it's definitely a wrong depiction in the movies. For sure. (laughs) Absolutely. So lots of soulmates and then a few souls that would play that role for you in that lifetime, like Mm -hmm. the... The lover's role mm-hmm. or the husband role or whatever it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So what about twin flames? Yeah. What's a twin flame? Damn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I deep dived into twin flame. You did? Yes. Um, because I feel like I met a twin flame. Um, and so basically a twin flame is two people... With the same essence, the same soul. So your soul mm-hmm. split, split in two. into this incarnation and half of that or a part of that soul is playing a female and a part of that soul is playing a male. Yeah. And that is that. So that connection between the two souls is so magnetized because it is the same soul. Like there is like, like this, this draw to each mm-hmm. other that is undeniable and confusing and just so strong Mm -hmm. and so you felt that and that's why you had to die you're like what the fuck is this like i'm like what this is just well and that's the thing it's before i even got into all of this and i remember being like something's up yeah like obviously i didn't know anything about you know even going down the spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. i was obviously open to you know going to a psychic and stuff like that but I remember being like and I remember it was like prior to that when I started to realize the universe at play right yeah. like I started to kind of tap into being like there's something more out there but I wasn't into all of this and I remember meeting this person and it was just like we connected so quickly and we were so like similar mm-hmm. um like there was similar paths in a way you know give and take um personality wise and it was just like i remember it like uh from being stranger to all of a sudden like it was your do or die like it was just like how are we so much alike and it was like a mirror of each other and i just remember sitting back and going what the fuck is going on you were so confused yeah and it's like and i just remember being like this is there's something weird is happening like beyond what this is um and I even felt like I even felt like obviously it was for a lesson mm-hmm. um, definitely. And I feel like it was part of the like lesson and like awakening and all these things, like just learning things. Right. And um, but I also felt I also definitely knew that the universe was like, oh, OK, now you guys are boop, <laughs> pulling you apart. We needed this to happen yes. to get you on a certain path. 
but that's about it. And, <laughs> um, and I swear to you that like the, the things that happened to separate, yeah. um, our friendship was like, I was just like, I, you are not being sneaky. You're being very, very like to the universe. I know what you're doing. Like, this is so obvious. Like it was just crazy. Yeah. It was so crazy. And I'm like, and so, you know, I think somebody would think like twin flame, like, well, that's your soulmate. You need to be with that person. Oh God. No, no, it's like, so like a twin flame is also there to challenge you. Yeah. I've heard that greatly. Being, yeah. Being with your twin flame in a romantic relationship is actually very difficult. Yes. Yeah. Very difficult. But it's like, and yeah, like, because if this is your soul in two different parts and yeah. you're, so you would think, you know, part of me is like, well, you would think we would be complete opposites because it'd be the yin and the yang fitting yeah. together type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, they're they're meant to, it's like your soul. Like, why would a soul choose to do this, mm-hmm. right? Why would a soul? So a soul choosing to split their energy and come and live two lives. And I, I twin flames can even live in the same um, time frame and never meet. Yes. They could be a, completely across the world. It's just your soul being, you know, Wait. on... Sorry. Yep. Yeah. I'm just thinking, okay, so you have a twin flame, mm-hmm. energy there, energy in you. Yeah. Energy in the Pleiades. Pleiades, yeah. I'm split a bunch. A bunch. <laughs> You're fractal. I, I'm a fractal, a fractal, a fractal. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why I can't get my words. <laughs> but you're doing so well. I am doing like that. so well, right? <laughs> I am such a keener. <laughs> Such a loser. Like, come on. Give yourself a break, dude. Yeah. I like... wonder what other energies we're going to come across <laughs> that you are Other in. personalities of me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, my God. But it's like, you know, <laughs> but it's totally like a soul would choose that yeah. to be a keener. Yes. 100%. Right? <laughs> it's totally to learn. <laughs> multiple lessons at the same time. It's so funny because you're not a keener in life. I'm damn no, I'm not. I am not. <laughs> you're 100%. So sure I was like, you're like I, I'll sign up for the mission times 10. Times 10? <laughs> times 10. I'm like, what a keener. And then, yeah, my human self at school was like, I don't want to stand in front of the class. So I'm just going to get a zero. <sighs> and <laughs> I was take a zero? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I did it all the time. Really? I remember being in college and I had to do a presentation and I was so scared and I was like, fuck this shit. And I totally didn't do it. I really? just didn't show up and I got a zero. So I, I am 100% not a keener. That's so funny. I know. I'm like, I hated that stuff. Yeah. I used to, you know, those math questions that were like, the train is traveling at X kilometers per hour and it's going oh my this God. far. I'm like, I'm not even, I didn't even attempt those questions. I'm no. like, <laughs> I hated those ones. My brain shuts off. Yeah. The moment you start convoluting something... <laughs> I'm just like, and we're done. Yeah. yeah. I just skip that one, skip that one. Anyway. Yeah. Another tangent, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, would you say everybody has a twin flame? No. no. Not everybody has a keener. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I can't think of any other energies that I'm in currently. Maybe we'll come across some more split energies of myself. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? She was trying to put us as twin flames. We are twin. We are part of a soul group. We're part of a soul family, and we're and we're twin flames. And we're soulmates. I'm not split that many times. 
That's so funny. But, well, I remember like hearing that about a twin flame because I remember reading up on the definition and I was like, oh my God, it totally resonated with me. Yeah. And then I had this sense of disappointment. Oh. Like, because I was like, what? So I'm, I'm like, so that means on the other side, it's just me. <laughs> Right? Like, it's not <laughs> like how, like, I'm just connected to myself. I'm just connected to myself. So it's not like, you Lame. know what I mean? On the other side that you would be, um, like a different soul, different soul. And yeah. be like, whoa, that was so cool, man. <laughs> like, you're going to like combine and be like, high five to myself. Oh my God. I was so, it was so funny. Cause I was like, at first I was like, oh yeah, that totally sounds so cool. And then I was like, Ugh. I'm like, well, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> Like it really I guess was. it would be. It would be. Yeah. Right? Like, if you have a strong connection with somebody, and then all of a sudden you're just like... Oh, that's well. a connection with myself? Yeah. And it's done once... Like, it's just <laughs> like, it is what it is? Like, no. No. That was... I was just like, okay, well, yeah. that's kind of sucked. I could totally see that. That would be kind of disappointing. Yeah. 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 I was just kind of like, oh, you're right. soulmates with yourself. I'm soulmates with myself. God. <laughs> like, how full of yourself are you? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> All right. So what else can we talk about with um, soulmates? We did soulmates, twin flames, soul family. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Well, that's great. Look at us go. We wrapped that up in 44.44 seconds. Look how excited she is. <laughs> That's like some angel numbers for us. Oh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> so I know. Maybe next time we should come back and do an episode all about, like, past lives that we've seen. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would love that. Okay. Let's do that. Maybe we will. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Um, and we'll see you next week. 